Hey, this is Megan Rapino, and I'm Sue Bird. We've decided to turn our crazy IG live show into a podcast for your listening pleasure. Enjoy the show. A Touch More. New episodes of A Touch More drop Tuesday only on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Welcome to Monday's edition of the OBR Newswire podcast. I'm your host, Jake Burns. Before we dig into today's endeavors, we're going to talk to you about our two sponsors. First up is Blue Chew. You've heard me talk about them over the past few weeks. We really appreciate their sponsorship and their belief in Blue Wire, and we also believe in the product that they offer. If you are going through any sort of struggles at home, going a few extra rounds, whatever it might be, Blue Chew is the first ever chewable tablet that brings performance in the bedroom to another level. They have the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. And since they're chewable, they work faster. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Plus, you don't need to go to the doctor's office, which is the worst part right now, right? You can do that virtually, spend time. You don't even have to spend time waiting in a pharmacy line. Once you go to that online physician visit, get a free of cost uh, visit there, get that approval Ships right to your door, discreet packaging nobody has to know about except for you and your significant other. So go to BlueChew.com, get your first order free when you use the promo code BLUEWIRE, and just pay the $5 shipping. Again, that's BlueChew.com using the promo code BLUEWIRE. Also, going on, I don't know, they've been a long-standing partnership with us now, and I believe in Bet Online. Talk about them all the time. We still don't have anything crazy to bet on. We only have Korean baseball that we can currently watch. Bet Online is the exclusive partner of the OBR Newswire podcast and Blue Wire podcasting network. They have the online casino, poker and blackjack, bringing Vegas to you. If you're missing the NFL, they have the Madden 20 simulations. You can get that out of the way. Even with the updated rosters, it might have some of the rookies. Keep your eye out for that. Also, Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol stock prices, all of the stuff you've heard me talking about, available still to bet on. Open 24 hours a day, all online. Go to betonline.ag, use the promo code BLUEWIRE, join today, receive your welcome bonus. And again, that welcome bonus is going to get to you quicker than any of the other competitors. No games to be played. Get that welcome bonus. Win some money. BetOnline, your online wagering solution. Okay, let's jump into Brown's content. I'm going to be honest with you, there isn't much new, right? There's not a ton of things happening. We got the schedule last week. We broke that down um, in a couple different places. Uh, specifically, talked about it on Friday's Newswire podcast, if you want to go back and listen uh, it'll continue to be something that is brought up over the coming months. Browns have one of the easier schedules. They don't travel past the central time zone this year, which is great. They have a stretch of uh, four weeks, uh, including their bye week, where they're at home for pretty much an entire month, which is awesome. So the opportunities are there to win plenty of football games, play a team week one in Baltimore, who was a playoff team last year, and then they'll play another playoff team until week 10. So those things are capricious in nature. They change every year, but it's awesome to know that you have uh, going into the season, a real chance to get out early. Last year, you looked at the schedule and you thought the Browns were going to struggle to get out and get a, you know enough wins early in the season to stay competitive late in the year, and that came to fruition. So your hope is that this year it is at the opposite side of things, and they can uh, you know be out in front of things early in the season and then have some winnable games, including back-to-back Jets, Giants, um, that'll be extremely winnable as well. So um, you know, like I said, if you want to hear more detail on the schedule, I'm not a big schedule guy because things change year to year and teams that weren't in the playoffs jump up and teams that were fall down. 
And um, the thing I look for is the data, right? The Browns have a much easier schedule in terms of defenses that they look to play this year. Those things should balance out a little bit. All of it should, uh, especially pass defenses. So you, hopefully you see some regression back to the mean for young Baker Mayfield, which if you check my Twitter feed is a continual topic um, to, to pay attention to. On the website, we have had, um, from the film breakdown side of things, we had Nick Harris go, um, uh, his film room go up Friday. We will have uh, Monday YouTube channel breakdown with him as well to go over some film there. If you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, please do so. And then we will also have Donovan Peoples-Jones middle of the week, and then hopefully maybe A.J. Green, the top undrafted free agent cornerback that the Browns brought in at Oklahoma State late in the week, maybe even early the following week. John Stephenson is working on him now as we gather some films. So go there, check that out. We have the continual um, depth chart updates that we're doing position by position. Fred Greetham is knocking out. We're going to talk about the future here in a second with uh, Jared Mueller, who does fantastic work for us. He continues to look forward to what the Browns need to be paying attention to in the future. And um, a big future topic here that I'm not sure is getting enough coverage will be how teams are handling uh, not being able to get together for OTAs, mini camps, you know, with, of course, rookie OTAs that we have missed and how they might handle that from a mental perspective. So uh, just a moment here, I'm going to welcome in Jared Mueller and we will talk about that exact topic. Let's get over to our interview. So, Jared, man, look, I'm interested in um, in how this is all going to shake out from a virtual perspective, especially saying that the Browns and some of these teams who have new coaches are at a disadvantage. I think it's safe to say that, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, when you look at mental reps and virtual offseason, it's a really limited thing. I think what it can do for the new coaches is give them more and more time to kind of get the foundation and the basics down. Unfortunately, though, they're going to have less and less time to really make it habit. And so I think there is a balancing act there. Um, you know, as a mental health professional, all this virtual learning and, and um, mental reps, all of that really only works in the cortex. Um, that's the only part of the brain that can think, basically. And so uh, habits and those kind of things, those are actually kind of lower in the brain. And that's when you're physically active and and doing things. You actually, you know, engage the midbrain, the diacephalon, limbic, uh, or the brainstem. So I think it's really interesting that I think what Kevin Stefanski and the coaching staff really have to do is, is really pump that cortex information, realizing that honestly, the players are going to be a step behind, depending how delayed um, this training camp and off-season activities go. Because until P- the players have this as a habit, they really are just going to be thinking instead of reacting, and that's really kind of the biggest difference and the the thing that's going to be most difficult for these new coaching staffs. Unlike like a team like the Saints, who canceled some of their virtual activities, they have some new players, but they're an older staff or an older team who've been around for a long time, they don't need the virtual or the mental reps. And most of the stuff that they're doing, they know really well. And so it it is habit by now. So those are really two teams that are on the opposite sides uh, of the extreme here. And it really does concern me for the Browns, you know, early in the season, as well as just throughout, because we know learning is difficult. Change is difficult. And so we'll see. I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of things that Stefanski and Joe Woods are going to want to change from what was happening last year and the year before that really will be concerning as the season kind of gets rolling, if the season gets rolling. Yeah, I think there's two ways this can go, right? There's there's um, different learning styles. You, you know about these from your own upbringing and your own journey through school and 
and uh, you talk about these a lot at the college level, is guys who are better and need to get a better understanding through drawing things up, through seeing the film, or there are guys who are better through practical application. Put me on the field, put me in the situation, and I see it unfold, and I can understand it better from that. Um, I think what will be particularly interesting, Jared, is kind of paying attention to how the stories come out about this stuff. A, who's being the most creative um, teams that are using, and, and I don't think we're even going to hear about this, maybe not even until the end of the year or, or further down the line, because teams are probably looking to carve out any strategically, you know, advantage they can right now. If they have some sort of virtual reality they're using or some sort of, um, te- you know, film content, understand, I, I, I'm, I'm open to the idea that in, you see a lot of film analysts on Twitter use creative ways to like plug the holes of, of looking at things from drawing it up on the field, not using like whiteboard formats, but like drawing it up on the field. So I'm interested to see what sort of content comes out about this, what sort of companies are really helping them mm. uh, be creative in the learning process, because I think all of that will be really important. And I haven't heard about restrictions about the amount of time uh, coaches can spend virtually. Obviously, there were restrictions for things in the, uh, you know, in the in the the locker room or the field, whatever it is for OTAs. You can only spend so much time with these guys. I'm interested to to figure out, and maybe the NFL will talk about this, or it'll be a Monday morning quarterback thing, or you know, whatever about what are the time restrictions that coaches can have with these guys? Because there's probably an an issue, or not an issue, but an itching from coaches to just have these guys constantly learning because they can't have them on the field. So. To me, it'll be interesting to see if there's like a heightened sense of awareness, a heightened sense of mm-hmm. importance about, you know, guys saying, I have to learn this stuff before I get there, instead of guys who would just be saying, yeah, I could probably figure it out when I get there and <laughs> learn on the fly. Will they come in ready to go? And I think the teams that we see get out of the gate hot will, A, like you said, Jared, be teams that have been together for long stretches of time. But, you know, every team's going to have, even the teams that have been together like New Orleans for a long time, they have turnover. They have new players through the draft. They have free agents. Um but the collective whole is pretty much on the same page. Like even team like Tampa Bay is going to be interesting to me, you know, because Tom Brady's getting with a whole new group of receivers other than Rob Gronkowski. It's a whole new group of receivers. How are they going to mesh the offense that Tom has grown comfortable with and what is going to come with him? It's, it's, it's going to be fascinating to see if teams who are uh, returning coordinators and a head coach, someone like San Francisco, for example, uh, if they come out of the gates much more ready to go than say um, Cleveland, uh, I'm trying to think of other big coaching, you know, the Jet or the Giants, some other teams that have had big changes and obviously had coaching changes, or do, is it not an issue? Are teams saying we really liked being able to spend more mental reps, more time, heightened focus on what scheme name of plays because there's a whole verbiage you have to get down right. Um, listen, I'm just, I'm just really interested. I, I don't know what it looks like. I don't have any great information to share with you all. Um, but I'm just super interested to hear, read about the information that trickles out and maybe even two to three years down the line when they're doing all of these reflective piece, pieces on the pandemic mm-hmm. and like, Hey man, say in a hypothetical sense, the Browns go 11 and five, 10 and six. And they're like, well, we actually had this really great way of installing everything with our, our young guys and our new players. And this is what we did. And that's why we got off to this five and one start before everybody really caught up. I'm just I'm just not saying that's what I'm predicting. I'm just saying <laughs> it is an interesting thing. And I really do feel better about this group doing it than previous regimes, because this group has a Andrew Barry has a heightened understanding of computer software. It's a bunch of pin Harvard guys who have have. Uh, 
you know, they're smart people and they understand the way the brain thinks, like you said. So I'm interested in hearing how the Browns navigate it all. Well, you brought up an interesting thing I hadn't thought of, but virtual reality and gaming really could be that answer. And I I doubt they'll be able to they're able to totally pull it off. But I know that race car drivers, professional ones, actually have a setup where they use whatever NASCAR game is popular. They literally have a setup that looks a lot like their car and and they do their virtual reps are literally playing a video game and they have it set up in a very certain way. So it could be really interesting to see if virtual reality and and some of the motion capture stuff, if, you know, Jedrick Wills, let's use him as an example, or even Baker Mayfield with with some of his footwork stuff. Um, but if, if Jedrick Wills has virtual reality things in both of his hands and he is virtually seeing a pass rusher coming and is using his hands against that pass rusher and the Browns can get that data. Like, I think there is a lot of interesting ways. I doubt they were able to pull some of that off, but I wouldn't be shocked if there is that some of that went into place and they're hoping to have something available again. Cause again, that physical rep, there is something different about physically doing that and even the vibrations which the controllers can kind of do the vibrations of putting your hands on a player gives a different stimulus to the brain i think you know whether they're able to pull it off or not you bringing that up that's a really interesting way that in the future the nfl nba major league baseball a variety of people can start to use virtual reality games those kind of things similar to we do we do with golf simulators um, you know, I'll tee it up and hit against the screen at, at Best Buy or, or not Best Buy, sorry, Dick's Sporting Good. Uh, and it gives me a feel for where did the ball go? How did my swing? You know, all of that kind of stuff. So it could be really interesting. You're, like you said, I doubt we'll hear anything um, because there's no reporters. There's no you know information out there and the teams have no reason to give it away. But you're right. Two, three years down the road. Or if a player accidentally slips and says something, it will be interesting to find out how they've used this time. Um, because, again, I think mental is really important. Um, but in the end, they really, you know, getting habits, getting a feel, knowing where things are going to be uh, is going to be really important. Yeah, I'm, I'm truly the most interesting thing for this season will be that for me. Uh, I don't, like I said, some there might be something that, the NFL does to regulate all of this. Maybe there's a virtual reality software company they hook everybody up with. Um, but maybe there is a way that teams can get out in front of this away from other teams. The NFL is always looking for teams are always looking for ways to advance their mental capacity, their physical durability, whatever it is, they're always looking for advantages. So like I said, I don't expect to hear any slippage like, like at all, unless you said like a player somehow lets it out or maybe they post something on an Instagram story or something like that. But uh, this is the interesting, the most interesting point I will try to pay attention to throughout this process and in the upcoming years of teams reflecting on it. And because uh, I think we'll see a lot of reflective pieces on how weird all of this was for everybody involved and, <laughs> and uh, all of that stuff. But we can, listen, we're going to talk about this a lot. I think that we will get a feel because questions will be asked about this uh, more and more as time gets you know, even more dead than it is now. Uh, it'll get it'll get really dry wastelandy in terms of content over the next coming months, and I think reporters who get access to these guys, I know Fred Griefen will will make a point to have him ask that question because I I think it's really important to know how they're going to challenge their guys mentally and if there's a way they can challenge them physically, recording sessions of individual reps and technique and all that stuff, and having coaches break that down, whatever it might be. Uh, I'm fascinated to see what it turns out to look like. Jared, thanks for taking time, buddy, and we will touch on this again at some point. 
Absolutely, Jake. Hey, have a good Monday. And hey, listen, happy Mother's Day to everybody's mother out there. I, this is obviously going to come out on Monday, but this is Sunday. Hopefully you spent time with your mother and and cherish the fantastic women that those, um, you know, in your life are because they are, they're everything. We are nothing without the, the women in our life. And um, hopefully you took time to tell your mother, if you don't have your mother around, you know, you've reflected on it or, or whatever, and uh, really appreciate all the things those women do. And, you know, especially for me and, and my wife and how great she is with our son. And it's just a nice day. And in a time of quarantine, it's a nice reflective day to, uh, to spend time, enjoy each other and cherish all they do. And, and hopefully you guys got to spend time with yours. So uh, a little bit of a weird topic, but I hope you guys enjoyed it because I think it is going to really start coming into the, into the light here soon about how strange this off season will be for everybody not being around each other. So uh, we'll keep you posted on that as we hear things. So thanks for joining us. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for leaving us reviews. And uh, make sure you're joining us at the OBR. It's a, it's a damn good site, and you should go there for all your Browns content. We appreciate you. We'll catch you on Tuesday. Go Browns.